Hi, beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. Um, this is the new moon in Cancer. I'm super happy that we are in our new moon in Cancer because Cancerians, happy, happy birthday. Um, this is officially our new year as far as uh, astrology goes with cancers right with cancerians because this is our new moon in our season and we only get one a year and so this is our new beginning this is new beginnings when it comes to everything um regarding our stability regarding our home regarding that shell that we carry so tightly on our back right that is a part of who we are and i felt as though because i get so many emails from you guys I give so much advice regarding relationships, so much advice in general regarding so many different things. Um, I felt that it was necessary for me to speak on this particular topic today. Now, yes, we have a lot of things that are happening externally to the world. And as you guys know, I do a lot of discussing both. I I discuss what happens externally as, as much as what I talk about internally. But the most important thing is the interpersonal relationships that we have within the world that we are creating. And what better way for me to start um, or to speak to you guys about the relationship aspect? Okay, because that is a part of life. That is a part of what happens. And when I first started this podcast, I did do several, several episodes and series um, surrounding the importance of relationships and the interpersonal relationship you have with yourself and how that affects any type of relationship you're you're choosing to have. Now, haven't really focused solely on relationships in a while. So I am going to record some series of episodes for you guys that are going to give you a a bigger perspective, but also allow you guys to align with the truth of not only who you are, but where you are in your life and why significant relationships either fail or don't live up to the idea in which you have in your mind. And so I want to tell you guys now, when I'm speaking about relationships, understand that this is not in a way of, uh, trying to label anybody. I'm not into labels anyway. I don't really care for the whole labeling myself of what I do and who I'm with and whatever, even though I am someone who is into, um, I'm a heterosexual woman, right? But I don't go around telling the world I'm a heterosexual woman. I love everybody. I um, enjoy people loving everybody. I want them to love who they love, period, point blank. So this This is never about gender. I'm not labeling anything, anyone. I am speaking about foundations always. I'm speaking about the psychology behind the evolution of a relationship, not as a of how you identify. Okay, so this is only for my new uh, listeners, because my new listeners would probably feel like they're not quite sure where they fit in. Baby, you fit in everywhere because I am not here to judge you, to label you, to tell you anything. I'm here to tell you psychology wise on the basic levels, what affects our relationships and how you can make your relationships flourish. Right. This is not about 
um, me dictating what you choose to do right, wrong or indifferent. I could care less. Honestly, I don't care about who you sleep with, what you do. I care about you being healthy. I care about you being safe. I care about you being fulfilled and I care about you being emotionally and health wise intelligent when it comes to what you choose to do. So I will speak about a lot of different things that may hit a little different from it for everyone. But regardless, it's important that you understand my intent so that you don't judge the way that it comes out or how I am saying it. I am not in any way um, going to be, um, I'm not going to limit the knowledge that I have in sharing um, because I don't want to make people feel a certain type of way. I am only speaking out of pure intention with love and sometimes that sting a little bit. You know, but again, it's not about your gender. It's not about your what you identify it as. I don't even consider that when I'm speaking about anything because I speak to everyone the same in, in generally. Right. So with all that being said, we are in Cancerian season. Of course, we are about a week out of a week, uh, almost two weeks out of it being done. There were a lot of things that are happening within this season that a lot of people are needing to grasp. And a lot of people are having some hard lessons. And one of the major lessons and the major impacts that people have and they um, they drop the ball and fumble with is relationships because being completely honest, people don't know how to have a relationship nowadays. They want one for the aesthetic. They want one for the appeal, but they don't know what it really takes in building a true relationship. And so people go through life being with all these different people and doing all these different things the whole time, never laying solid foundation in anything because they did not go in it with the clarity. They did not understand who they were going into it and they don't know how to sustain a relationship overall. Now, this does not mean that relationships are without flaws or without mishaps or without um, having to adjust certain things. That's not what this is about. This is about the psychology and the sociology and the behavior cognizance of sustaining, maintaining and flourishing in a relationship, a true, true partnership. Right. And again, that's however you choose to have it in your life. OK, but as far as me personally, I know the depth that it takes to sustain a real relationship. And I value my relationships are very sacred. I do not. And I have never been in more than three relationships. Why? Because all my relationships have been long term. I'm only 37. And all of my relationships were at pivotal moments in my transition. My relationship from my teenage years ended in marriage. It was marriage. It was the, um, the, the life, right? That's what you wanted. And then circumstances happen when you're, you're torn apart, not through marriage, but my husband went to prison. And so, um, there was a lot of dynamics at that being married at 20 years old, going through a lot of things with that. But I learned so much of the emotional foundation of that relationship. And even still today, we are so close. We have the best relationship because we are at the core friends. We are family. We are um, we understand each other on that level. Right. And then the second relationship was in my mid 20s. That was an interim, I would say, to my 
life partner, right? So this interim is that space where you're learning even more about yourself. That was a very important and significant relationship because I learned a lot about me. I learned a lot about my passion. I learned a lot about the differences in in men. That was the second person I'd ever been with. So I was very, um, not green because trust me, the first marriage, first relationship, I experienced everything except for adultery. I didn't, I didn't experience that kind of stuff, but anything, baby, listen, we went through a lot and the wisdom that comes from that you take it to your next, but I hadn't put it together. I hadn't really, because I was still in the midst of it. So it was still very well a part of me, but you learn a lot about yourself. That interim relationship taught me, it catapulted me into entrepreneurship. It it just did a lot for me that I'm forever grateful for. And I'm still very cool with that person as well. Then the last relationship, I wasn't, I was 31. Okay. And, um, when, when we met and that relationship has stemmed into an incredible friendship, but also our ups and downs and a lot of things that I learned from the second relationship and the first relationship, I applied to the third relationship period. And it saved a lot of pain. It saved a lot of, you know, um, lingering, uh, just, it, it helped do a lot of good in the, grooming of the relationship that we have and that did not come easy and that took a lot of work and it took a lot of choosing myself and it took a lot of separate it took a couple separation you know for me to say I don't want that I'm not doing that and this is holding yourself to a standard you require is what you are able to get in and now Six years later, it's it's really in a beautiful space. So you have to be willing to understand the duality of that in between. Of course, you have people that you interact with. You have people that you um, engage with. You I, I've I've had some amazing um, platonic and not so platonic, but not quite committed interims um that were that are beautiful and I value those things because I've learned so much about myself and I learned so much about my needs and my wants and also how to be that to other people and what other people need and what better way to share these things with you guys during cancer season because that is what cancerian season is about cancers are about the nurturing the protecting it is also very sensual it is also very much so about the health and the well-being and just everything that keeps a stable home and a flourishing home together in individuals and within the inner world that you're creating. So this is a very beautiful um, time to kick this off for you guys. And I felt that it was necessary. Okay, so we're going to start this episode out with. First, um, understanding what's happening energetically with the new moon in cancer. Okay. The new moon in cancer has been interesting to me. Okay. Um, for me personally, because it, it didn't have me emotional. I actually haven't shed one tear. I haven't felt emotional in that sense, but I have been highly disoriented when it comes to my thoughts. Um, as far as it knocked my time. It, it felt like a timeline was jumping. It felt like I was uh, in another dimension, you know, for a couple of days. It was like a different type of distortion that it was. It, and it, it dawned on me that's because of the Neptunian effect of 
the elements. There were things that were just cloudy, just really strange. And then after that, cloud went away was the sense of peace and clarity that came. So it's a reminder that no matter what you're feeling in the moment, it will adjust. It will shift. It will change. But you have to be in the midst of knowing that it is temporarily, but temporary, but there's something in it that you're supposed to get and learn and grow from. Okay. Now, as we're here on the new moon in cancer, I will say to you, I literally rested all day. Didn't want to get up, didn't want to, I mean, I got up briefly and then I got right back into the bed. I just felt extremely tired, just wanted to, to, to sleep. And my dreams were very peaceful. It was exciting. It was fun. I just wanted to just rest. And then when I woke up, I, it was on me to just fast for the day, no solid food, just liquid because I need to fast, right? For whatever reason, I felt like I need to fast. It could be the fact that I, I had a water burger yesterday and it was not, I, I don't eat fast food. So I have, I mean, my diet has changed dramatically, but I really haven't eaten any beef in a while. So it's like, uh, my body just felt you doing too much. Stop it. It's your birthday month. Okay. But you need to wheel it back in. So that, (laughs) that could be the reason why I'm also choosing to fast, but also I just feel there is a massive shift that is happening. There are massive changes that are occurring in a solid way when it comes to the stability and nurturing of our homes and our lives. So we're having to be able to harness in on the energy that we are exuding, but also we're having to choose what stays, what goes and what we need to change in our life to make sure that when it arrives, we are ready, we're prepared and we're in a space where we are able to really, really cultivate even more of a um, fertile ground, right? That's what's important. That's what Cancerian season is about, fertility. It is about the birthing of the, the beautiful, the new, the nurturing, the security, the development of overall wellness in your life. Okay. So for a lot of you, um, I like to speak about everything as far as the elements, but this particular episode, we're going to speak about relationships because I feel like going into this weekend, there are going to be a lot of revelations that people are having within themselves and within their partnerships. Okay. Now, we have a lot of Aquarius energy happening undercurrently. We have a lot of things and we're about to, after this new moon in two weeks, we're going to have a full moon in Aquarius, which will be the first of two, which I speak about in the um, Leo season astrological overview. So I'm not going to talk about any of that today. What I'm talking about is the fact that there is a lot of airy energy. There is a lot of, even though we are in the depth of Cancerian season, fire is an undercurrent also because we have a lot of action. We have a lot of abruption. We have a lot of changes. We have a lot of dry heat. We have a lot of humidity. We have a lot of intense. um, I don't like to say passionate because to me, passion is a word that is so liberating and it's just, and people have really diluted it to something that is bad or something that is just not what it is for me. But just for understanding sake, a passionate uh, explosion is happening and they're happening. And I seen something um, where in Hawaii, I believe it was Hawaii or I believe it was Hawaii. 
or China. It was it was on the Gulf as, as well. But there was fire. There was fire in the midst of an ocean. Right. It was just it just was all over the ocean. Right. Just the ocean is on fire. And that felt like Mars in cancer to me. That felt like Mars trying to burst through or bursting through the emotional warfare that was happening. Right. And I feel as though that is what a lot of people are feeling, that fire in the intensity of emotion, that depth of emotion, trying to burst out of this heaviness that you may be feeling because you don't know how to process emotionally in relationships. And so when we're speaking about people's connections um, I'll get to the depth of a relationship and the understanding of it. Um, if not on this episode, it will be the next episode that I'm going to do where we're going to continue to talk about relationships. But most importantly, it's about the understanding of what fueled that fire, what fueled that flame and how did it burst through all of that water? Because typically you would assume that water puts out fire, but it's not always the case. Sometimes you need powder. Sometimes you need um, something else to dilute the fire. Water only exacerbates it, right? So the emotion to that flame made it bigger, made it worse, made it just horrible. If it's an oil fire, you can't use water to put that out. And so when we're speaking about relationships going into this weekend, we're speaking about the fact that people's Lives are being completely changed, especially in the midst of summer, because people are wanting their freedom. People are wanting to be out. People are wanting to do anything that they're wanting to do so that they can best in the outside world, all while neglecting the parts that they really wish were more solid. And this is where emotional intelligence comes in. This is where knowing thyself comes in. Everyone who's in a relationship shouldn't be. Everyone who says they desire a relationship isn't ready for it. Everyone who thinks that they are prepared for what comes with a relationship has no clue. Because if you understood that, then you would know that there are not any type of manuals that will dictate exactly how your relationship should flow. But until you understand yourself, until you get a grasp of who you are, what you need, what you value, what your core is, you'll never be able to understand what you're bringing or taking away from a partnership. So this particular weekend with this new moon in cancer is bringing a bit of clarity when it comes to the understanding of what you lack, what you need, what you give and what you've taken away from a connection you are in. There have been a lot of miscommunication. There's been a lot of uh, distractions. There have been a lot of avoidance. There have been a lot of um, going against what you know is right for your home and for yourself and for the sanctity of your connection. And these things are coming to a head. That's that fire in that water. It's emotional. It is abruptive. It is very disorienting and it is very much heavy because you haven't identified the core. Now, for a lot of people, even in casual connections, there are still a set of under, there's still a sense of foundation that's needed there because there has to be an understanding of what it is. And going into any connection blindly costs you 
a lot of things. It can cost you your confidence. It can cost you your understanding. It could cost you your patience. It could cost you opportunities. It could cost you your peace and the inability to understand exactly what the purpose this relationship is for can cause you a lot of unnecessary stress and pressure and anxiety and uh, misery when it's not necessary. Because all you needed to do was honor what it is you desired and need and wanted and being clear about it. But people don't really communicate because they don't know how to communicate. And in the way that you're communicating is not necessarily the way that another person receives the communication you're giving. So understanding other people's communicative skills and their levels of that is where a lot of people mess up. I do feel like in this with this new moon in cancer, because there are so many things that are occurring, because there are so many things that are happening and coming up to the forefront, that does not mean that everything is a end. Everything is an ending because remember, new moons signify new beginnings. However, we're still under those undercurrents of the eclipse. We're still under the undercurrent of um, the full moon in Capricorn. So we're all still feeling very much so the ripple effects of things being moved away and things being taken away and endings occur. Unfortunately, that does not mean that does not escape the relationship. Doesn't. That's a very significant piece to the puzzle. So if you're in a space where you're trying to create a new understanding in your relationship, you're trying to understand new ways of evolving in your relationship. You're trying to understand your partners. There is going to have to be a level of removal of your ego and your pride to get that understanding. You're going to have to remove your idea of what an outcome of something should be. You're going to have to remove your um, ego when it comes to being able to receive another person's truth, how they see you, how they receive you, how you made them feel. What they are not happy with, what um, they would wish you do more of. All of these things are a part of the conversations that are needed and they are uncomfortable. None of these conversations are something that anyone wants to have when they feel like they're doing everything they can do and doing everything that they know to do to make a relationship work. But the avoidance of these type of conversations, the avoidance of these type of truths is why relationships fail. That is that Mars in cancer. That is that fire in that water. Eventually, if I continue to suppress what I feel, if I continue to suppress my thoughts, if I continue to suppress my real true idea of happiness, then eventually I will explode. And sometimes that doesn't mean Blame. It could be infidelity. It could lead to someone just choosing to just be disconnected. Someone who just taps out. Someone who's not really in it anymore. That is worse than a person physically stepping out on you because when a person emotionally and mentally disconnects from you, everything else goes. Everything else goes. So it's about identifying what it really means for a person to no longer be present in a connection. You think you're doing everything you can do in. This is going to require communication. This is going to require you to reduce your ideas of perfection. This is going to require you to be present and honest with yourself. Not just saying something as a rebuttal because your feelings are hurt. Not just acting out of um 
a compulsive way because you are feeling insecure, not because your feelings are hurt, your ego is crushed, your pride is tainted with. Now you want to hurt this person because they've subconsciously hurt you. That is not what this is about. Relationships require a certain level of maturity on all aspects because you're going to have to understand that people evolve, people change. What people desire is constantly evolving, even if the core of them remains the same. The leaves of them will continue to change. So understanding that will help you to understand that even in these uncomfortable moments, it doesn't mean that it we should just burn it all down. Sometimes these are just weeds that we need to pick out. Sometimes this just means our grass needs a little bit of clipping and our soil needs a little bit of fertilizer or our soil needs a little bit more of a attention. It's dry heat. The heat index is is crazy. That means that we need to add more water, the very water that we've been avoiding tapping into. And if you're too busy going outside of your home, you're too busy doing everything other than and you're thinking, oh, I'll get back to that whenever. Eventually it dies. And when something dies, not everything that is deceased can be brought back. Sometimes fire destroys the root. So this is about going into a renewance of our relationships in a truthful way, in a way that is communicative, effective communication, effective communication, not just talking, not just yelling, not just being in each other's presence, but really communicating on a level that is understanding both parties. I'm telling you guys. All of this, not just because I am, you know, I went to school with for psychology, not because I've studied um, behavior cognizance, not because I am an expert on balancing out my life. No, it's because all of life's experiences I've learned from everything, even the moments of uncomfortable. Even the relationship moments that really, really hurt me, even the disappointments I've learned from them and I've taken from them. They have all been lessons. And I'll tell you one thing, being married to a Pisces, OK, then getting in a relationship with the Gemini, OK, and then being in a life partnership with a, an Aquarius. Let me tell you something. As a Cancerian, if you don't know how to intellectualize your emotions, if you don't know how to see the depths of things, if you don't understand the duality of understanding the uh, differences in communication and knowing how to, all of those things led me to go to school for psychology. All of those things made me study behavior cognizance. All of those things made me have to apply my lessons of life to my life, to my future, because that's a school book for the world. So when you're in a connection, it's not about just assuming you are an expert in anything, because in a relationship, you'll learn very quickly. No one's an expert at anything. You have to really be willing to remain moldable, teachable, learn more, grow, evolve together and individually. And that's why I always tell people in relationships, you cannot just be about each other all the time. There needs to be a sense of individualism in that. It is not about 
me not being an individual anymore because I'm in a relationship. The reason I'm in a relationship is because my individuality is merging with someone else's individuality and parts of me are still individual, but the main parts of me have connected. So we're using all parts of ourselves to grow individually and together. That also means being able to see that, okay, this is how I used to do things. This is how I'm comfortable doing things, but now I'm in a partnership. So instead of me discarding the parts of me that I am comfortable with, let me communicate those things to this person so that we can come to a better understanding of how we can move forward. Now, there are some things that are non-negotiables. There are some things that cannot be changed. There are some things that will never be changed because it's a part of a person's personality, a part of a person's character, but not the part of the personality that people just plaster on just to say that's just how they are. No, I mean, in their core, that's just who they are. Some people are designed to need their space. If you're a clingy person, You've been with someone who's designed to need a certain level of space. It will be very difficult. I'm not going to say it won't work, but it will be very difficult. That's why I tell people all the time. It's important for you to have your own life. That does not mean out here doing some trickery type stuff. That does not mean out here being deceitful. That's something else. That's that's character flaws. What I'm saying is being a person who is trustworthy, being a person who is honest, being a person who is clear on their intentions in a connection, you are still able and it's a necessity for you to be able to flourish as an individual so that you have a sense of fulfillment and you don't get to a space where you're resentful because you're not where you want to be. That is about evolving as a person. That is about choosing to choose yourself individually as a person so that I can continue to bring the best of my overflow to you. That is what it's about. It's not about cutting off your life outside. It's about now if your life was was hot girl, summer, hot boy, summer doing your thing, having all these people on the side doing this and you're in a relationship that is requiring a sense of monogamy or a sense of um, just a unit of you two, then that's going to be very difficult. And you're going to need to communicate that. That just not is that's just not something you're ready for in this level of your life. Be clear about that. So another person has a decision to make. And if they choose to go forward, regardless of how you make them feel in the moment, if they choose to move forward, knowing this is how you are, this is where you stand right here in this season of your life, then anything that comes from that is on them. You can't pressure and, and be mad at someone else because they told you the truth. But if you didn't tell someone the truth and you were deceitful in that way, then that could warrant a wrath. So this is about being able to be in any type of connection or partnership and understanding what you are bringing, what you are um, exuding and who you are doing this with. People need a life outside of the people they see and, and spend most of their time with. If the only thing I know is everything I've experienced with you, then how am I evolving and growing as a person? And what is going to keep us together at a season that changes so constantly? It is about, not every autumn is the same. Not every summer is the same. Not every winter is the same. But if I remain the same because everything I am is embedded in you, then parts of me are dying off as well. 
And so we have to understand our identity when it comes to that. Coming into this weekend, a lot of people may feel like they're on pause in their connections. Like, I just don't really know what I want. I just don't really understand where I am. I just don't know what you want or where you are. And you're not communicating it with me because it's very hard to communicate emotions. You haven't quite yet processed or understood or allowed yourself to feel. It's very difficult. And I don't care how much someone tells you, just say it, just say it. You really don't want nobody to just say it if the way that they say it could puncture your soul or it could really, really destroy your ego and pride or if it could really, really, really hurt your feelings or really make you feel insecure. So you want someone to be able to not just say it, but say it with intention, say it with an understanding that they're really coming from a pure place and they're really not trying to hurt you. They're really not being hard and angry and cold. They're really just trying to express themselves in the best way they know how to communicate the feelings that they are trying themselves to process. So for a lot of it, it seems like you're in a situation that just is just on a standstill. And sometimes that pause and that standstill is warranted and it is needed. But if you are in that situation or if you are the person that is the person who's doing this in a situation, it's important to communicate that. I just don't have the words to explain what I'm feeling right now. But I promise you, once I understand it and I process it in a way that I know that you'll understand, I can share it. It is about communicating that. It is not about rushing what you're feeling, but it's also not about leaving somebody on pause or on hold or on the back burner because you are afraid of what you feel. This is about choosing to be honest and authentic with yourself, because one thing about this new moon in cancer is it's going to make you do it. It's going to make you the feelings will become so much and so overwhelming that eventually a fire breaks out. That's that fire in that water. So you're going to eventually have to step outside of of your comfort zone when it comes to communicating what you're really, really feeling. You cannot just laugh and lollygag and, oh, everything is beautiful and great and wonderful your way through it. It, Baby, no. Mm -mm. You can only be silent for so long. I know me. I'm a Cancerian, guys. Y'all know me. I talk about it all the time. I don't I can't sleep on on emotion. I can't sleep. When I feel like something in my spirit ain't right, I cannot sleep. I got to say it. I don't care if it's two, three in the morning. I'll try to be considerate. But after a few days of me not saying something, oh, I, oh no, we got to have this conversation. We're just got to say it because I'm not comfortable. My spirit isn't comfortable. And me being uncomfortable shifts the dynamic of the household. If I'm not comfortable energetically, I'm going to be not comfortable to be around. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like my home feeling that way. And I don't like my connections to feel that way. So I am a person who is very aware of what she feels, very clear on how I feel. And in moments when I'm not, I I go within so that I can go ahead and, and resolve that because I don't have time to have lingering emotion. No, I'm not suppressing it. So for many of you, that could be where you are. You're just trying to figure it out because you don't quite understand. But I'm going to tell you if that's you, eventually you're going to have to speak. You're going to have to speak. Being in this space where you are not satisfied with where you are in this in this relationship, you're just not happy and not because things don't look good, not because you don't have amazing opportunities to flourish, not because things aren't just, you know, it could be 
so much worse. But because you just feel like something's missing, something isn't adding up, something just is not soulfully satisfying me. We're going into a space that's really, really, really deep. I mean, even though we're about to be in Leo season, Leo season is going to exacerbate what's happening in cancer season. So even though Leo is pride and ego and confidence and it's loud, it's roaring, it's beautiful. At the very same time, you're going to feel your truth and eventually it's going to have to show up. You cannot continue to show up as a lion or a lioness and be little Simba or Nyla in between. You're going to have to just honor all parts of yourself and speak through that voice. But it doesn't feel like it can't turn around. It will turn around. A lot of it is because you're holding on to what something was. You're holding on to the pain of what something had been. You're holding on to the fear, holding on to the insecurity, hanging on to um, the idea of perfection or the idea of what something should be without being present in what is. And when you allow yourself to be present in what is and how much more it has the potential to be based on the actions that you and your partner take, then you'll be able to see how this is a beautiful start, how this really is a beautiful space for us to be in, how we have overcome so much, how I have the opportunity to be grateful for where I am. And I want to show that I want to express that. I don't want to hold on to the resentment. I don't want to hang on to the pain. I don't want to hang on to the insecurity. I want to tap into everything I know that I truly am, period. That's coming through the battles, coming through the pain, coming through the anxiety, the feeling that we are always arguing with each other. We're always at this space where we're just not happy or there's this uncomfortable feeling of internal silence that I can't understand. Being able to communicate that sometimes it just needs a light conversation. It doesn't always need the heaviness. The heaviness that you feel is not always the heaviness of the reality of the situation. So it's understanding that. If I understand the beauty in what we have and I understand the value of what we've built, then I can be excited about the opportunities that we are embarking on, even if it's heavy right now, even if it's painful right now, even if my soul is hurting right now, even if I am not happy right now, even if it's not completely what I want it to be right now, I can find a little bit of sunshine in the midst of this dark cloud and I can express to you my optimism to continue to move forward, my optimism in us to continue to grow and heal from this, my optimism in us fixing this problem. But if I can't do that, then it won't be able to be sustainable. We can't continue this way. This is no longer holding back your communication. This is no longer holding back your feelings out of fear. This is no longer holding back what you want and Tapping into your inner courage. Leo season is going to force that upon you because you're going to have to speak. You can't continue to be in silent when you're roaring internally. We have to be able to say, this is what we're needing to do. This is what I hope we can do. This is what I really, really desire for us because I know that eventually it'll be what it needs to be so that we can move forward in a way that is cohesive and productive to us overall. That's what it's about. 
It's not that you don't want to talk about it. It's not that you don't want to share it. A lot of times it's fear that you're not going to say it right. Or it's it's that anxiety that comes from not really knowing if that's going to work out the way you are hoping it will. But you're going to have to release that expectation. You're going to have to just know that whatever happens is happening in a way that is required. Right. For um, a lot of you also, it's this not really standing in your power, you know, coming through this weekend, you're going to find yourself in a space where it's like, man, I wish that the power that I know I have and the, and the ability to be as confident as I know I am or I could be. I wish that I could really just stand in that right now. I'm feeling deflected. You know, I'm feeling inflated in a way. I'm feeling like this battle that I may feel like I've won, this battle that I may feel like I've conquered really has taken everything I have. And I really don't know if I'm able to continue to fight for this anymore. And for a lot of you, it may not be you feeling this way. It could be your partners. It could be your children. It could be, you know, um, people that you really are in this interconnected type of situation with it's like I just I mean yeah I got my point across yeah but at what cost like I said what I felt but now it's like changed us totally like I don't even we don't even see each other the same how do we come back from that I won I stood up for myself I voiced my opinion but I also tore someone down so bad that it has destroyed everything we built completely. Was it worth it? I don't know. For some, it may be, but for others, maybe not. So it's about understanding the rectification that's required to heal wounds that you caused unconsciously because you acted compulsively and impulsively in a way that has destroyed everything you were trying to salvage. But again, it's a communication that's it's the communication that's needed, being able to speak, being able to share, being able to really, really understand that I cannot make you be who I want you to be. I have to be able to accept you who for who you are. And I have to be able to know that we can grow from this space. And if we can't, I have to be okay with choosing what is best for me in the end. Now, that's not easy. And that's sometimes that could be very heartbreaking, but it is a requirement. We're in cancer season. That water is there. Those emotions are there. That feeling is there. Even if you try to pretend it's not, it is there. But this is also understanding that all of the work that you've put in, you didn't just put in into one cup. You've actually put your yourself in a space that has allowed you to continue to grow, has allowed you to to evolve, has allowed you more knowledge, has allowed you allowed you a space where you can take what you have grown from and grown through and apply it to your next phase. Don't allow yourself to be limited and put yourself on hold and Also, don't allow yourself your fear to limit a connection that has the potential to grow beyond the sights you're able to see right now. Don't do that to yourself. 
This isn't about what everyone else thinks and feels and wants. This is about you choosing you. This is about you identifying what you need. This is also about identifying what is not working for you, but also what has the potential to be re-imaged and, and rebirthed. This pretending that everything is okay, pretending that everything is fine, you know, even though you're holding back your heart, you're holding back your your spirit, you're holding back your evolution, you're holding back what you really want. You're not really being communicative when it comes to what you desire and you're suffering in silence. How is that a fruitful relationship? How is that a real relationship goal? How is that a glow up? That's not. That is not. And you walking around like everything is great. You got everybody thinking you y'all the, the, the couple y'all it and you miserable only for you to decide later on. I don't want this. And then you start bad mouthing and talking bad about the person that you were with when the whole time it really is your fault because you never spoke up. You never chose yourself. You always neglected yourself so that you can be a part of the it gang, even though you were not really in it to win. Even though it was never designed for you to be in it to win. So the fear and the anxiety and the depression and the isolation and the false identity that you have cultivated lies also in your responsibility as well. So it's choosing to really be honest about where you are choosing to operate on a space where you're able to grow and evolve and just really tap into what you want and what you need and how you desire to move forward. This is about building a connection, a relationship, a partnership from the ground that is really in fertile soil. If you are planting seeds in barren soil, I don't care how much potential your seed has. It will never grow. It will never go. It will never grow to where it even begins to flourish because the soil is barren. Holding on to your ideas of perfection and what a partnership should be in comparison to what someone else's is, is your downfall. You cannot do that. That is not even consciously intelligent. Because everyone's journey is different. Everyone's relationship is different. You never know what people are really going through behind the doors of their homes. You never know the true depths of everything they've conquered and had to face. And you never know what creates an an environment of their relationship in the first place. So why are you comparing yourself to an illusion of what something appears to be on the surface? This is about taking leaps, making choices, making a decision to choose what really works for you. Being able to communicate that, being able to stand in that, being able to build from that or walk away. And for many, it is choosing to really just rebuild, really, really identify what works for your heart space. Connecting your intellect with your heart, connecting your physicality, cultivating a home that feels good. A lot of y'all live in chaos. Chaos in your in your relationships, chaos in your home. Everything is everywhere. You got stuff everywhere. You got all these people and their energies in your space. You just it's the aura is off. And it's a feast for destruction. 
So this is wanting the tides to turn, but creating an environment in which it can. You need to work on your home, your internal home and your home that you lay in every day. It's too chaotic. There's no order. There's no structure. There is no way of really being able to cultivate an environment that flourishes because there is just way too much going on. You don't even know what your home is standing on. Everyone's just doing their own thing. Everyone's just doing their own thing, going out life. No one's checking in to see if anyone's okay. No one's really communicating how someone else feels. No one's really tapping into the source of the relationship because you're too busy living out this illusion of the life. But you are watching your space really deteriorate. So this is about choosing to go within, tapping into yourself, allowing yourself to really be in this space where you're able to really redo what you need to do. Honoring the space that you're in for real. What do you know is not working for you? What do you know is not working for your partner? Have you talked to them? Have you created an atmosphere where it's safe for them to really voice their true feelings and their true ideas and how they can make something more livable for them too? This is where the twist of fate comes in. This is where the changing in the dynamics of the relationship comes in. This is where we're able to really tap into the cultivation of really really building a relationship that flourishes on a level that is beyond our wildest dreams. Not creating a level of perfection that is unattainable and undesirable for you to live in, period. This is coming out of that war. You can't be at war with your partner and that be your partner at the same time. Either we're with each other or we're against each other. We cannot do both at the same time. You can't. Understanding that in arguments, we are not fighting against each other. We're fighting against the circumstance. We're fighting against the um, idea of what we thought the outcome would be. We're fighting against something outside of ourselves. But we have to understand that we are on the same team. And we have to believe in the team that we are choosing to be on. Because if we don't, then two people that's supposed to be teammates become opponents. And when you become an opponent... You're now the enemy. So now I'm trying to fight you. Now I'm trying to destroy you. Now I want you to hurt because you've hurt me. But if I understand that we're on the same team, you doing something to make me feel a way. I also understand we can take a time out and we can discuss this. I also understand we can pull it back in and have a discussion about each other in a way or to each other in a way that allows us to go win the game. Or choose to forfeit if we need to. But regardless, we're on the same page, doing the same thing, choosing ourselves completely. That's what people have to understand. You've been battling yourselves and each other, not understanding that you're on the same scope. You're together. You're not. Why are you battling? Why are you going telling your people, your friends, your family, all this negative stuff about a person you're supposed to be on a team with? Why are you doing that? Why are you trying to destroy the person you're on a team with instead of going to the person you're on the team with telling them what's not working for the game? That destroys the foundation. 
that destroys the growth and the fertility. So this is choosing to walk away from those ways. This is choosing to choose what really works for you. This is choosing to understand the dynamics, not holding on to the regret of it, not holding on to the pain of it, not choosing um, to soak in the mistakes made, but choosing how you move forward. That's it. And that's when you get out of your head. That's when you get out of the um, battle that you've allowed yourself to be engulfed in. This is when you allow yourself to say, you know what? You know what? Let's let's release these these chains. Right. Let's just step outside of the emotion or the feeling of it. Let's think about what this is saying. Let's think about everything that we've gone through. Let's really step into our power not try to overdo each other's power, not try to be over someone. Understand that we're partners and we're working through this. Understand that we're partners and we're choosing this. Understanding that we need to cultivate a plan so that we can execute this. We need to get outside of war zone so that we can step in real, real freedom. Real, real prosperity, real, real joy. And then is when you step outside of that fear, you step outside of that um, idea of failure, you step outside of it and you see the fruit of your labor. No, not all of this is what I want. I don't have all the money we want. We don't have all of the things that we need. We don't want the material. We really want the ground. We want the fertile soil. We want to be able to plant our seeds in a soil that no matter what type of seed and what type of climate, our soil is still fertile and we see growth. That's what we want. That's what we want. For a lot of you, that means downsizing. You're spending too much money on things that you don't need that have really caused more of a wedge between the relationship. So choosing what you allow yourself. People don't understand how money is energy. It's energy. What you spend money on is sowing seeds. And so what you're bringing back in your home from things you spent your money on is creating energy in your home, in your space. Everything is energy, not just in a form of what you exude, but what you allow yourself to participate in, who you allow yourself to be around, the friends that you allow in your home, the people you allow in your home, the spaces you allow yourself to frequent are all energy and they all contribute to your soil. So if you are in fertile soil and you are allowing all kind of seeds to be planted there, the chaos will exude, period, because there is no set structure. That's like somebody looking in your garden. It's, oh, what type of flowers or fruit are over there? Oh, I don't know. Just anything, anything that'll grow in the soil. That is not healthy. That is a lot of confusion. That is a lot of destruction. And that is very, very toxic because you could have very poisonous, flourishing seeds in soil that you're intending to really be a harvest of growth, of prosperity, of peace. So this is getting out of that way of being. This is getting out of that way of thinking. This is getting out of that way of existing in your connection so that you really can grow and flourish moving forward. This is about making the difficult decisions to cut things, to cut people, to cut circumstances, to cut spaces. Some of them you work too much. And we're going into this space where. I know people hustle, 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 but that hustle mentality is destroying your home, is destroying your peace. There needs to be a sense of balance. 
imbalance is really not even realistic, but you got to be able to weigh out the priorities better. If you're not in a space where you're spending the time, you're cultivating the, the time, you're really building and having time. If you're working most of the time, which we all have to work, but you're working most of the time at a space you hate, you're bringing that energy back into your home, which is causing bigger wedges in between your life, bringing bigger wedges of miscommunication, bringing bigger distance, one of the other are going to have to choose a place that makes them at more peace. And a lot of times it is away from that that makes them feel the worst. So for a lot of you, it could be this space that's causing you to lose your family, to lose your life. You have really, really, really done too much outside of the home and it's affected your home, your foundation is just destroyed. So you're going to have to either choose to rebuild that from the ground up or walk away. Eventually it'll come to you, but you're going to have to really be honest with yourself in where you may have contributed to that downfall. Your quest for too much money, your quest for too much fame, your quest for too much attention, your quest for being this level of success all the while, the things that matter the most to you are failing. So this this energy is bringing in this reannuance, this this renewal of self and identity and purposeful connections. And I'm here for it. I'm really, really rooting for you guys because I know that it's not easy and I understand that it is unfortunate. And I also know that it can be really, really debilitating when it comes to what you think you want. But you got to know thyself before you can understand what you want. And also knowing what you bring is the catalyst to understanding the overall picture. Okay. So take this, this energy of this new moon in cancer and really tap into what matters most and create a space where you can flourish in that. Okay. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your love, your support. Um, and Thank you for allowing me to continue to be used as a vessel. We all know that relationships are difficult and they are also the most beautiful thing you can cultivate in every area of your life. And so this these episodes that I'm creating for you guys so that you can embark on that space is so that you can be reminded of what matters and what doesn't and how to pour into the spaces in which you allow yourself to frequent. Okay. I love you. I love you. I love you. Until our next daily dose of energy. I love your freaking souls. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with those that are around you and allow yourself to only be connected to things that pour into you as well as allow you to pour freely into them without allowing yourself to feel like you have given everything you have and have to go replenish yourself by yourself. We're operating from our overflow, not our deficit. Okay, I love you guys until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.